Welcome to the Weather Channel Podcast. I'm meteorologist Dominica Davis, joined with meteorologist Linda Lamb and reporter Jan Childs. And we are talking about what is an extreme emergency right now. This is uh, in central Michigan. Heavy rainfalls ruptured two dams, the Edenville and the Sanford dams. This is in Midland County. And uh, this county is expected, well, the forecast is right now, it could be under as much as nine feet of water by later today. And that has prompted over 10,000 evacuations since yesterday. All of this happening in the middle of a global pandemic. Jan, you've been working on this story all morning. So uh, what's the latest? You know, this is, like you said, an emergency situation there. The Parts of town are already underwater in Midland, and they're expecting it to still continue to rise throughout the day. You know, this morning, our whole team jumped on this story, and we have videos and articles and and a lot of content sort of explaining how this is all unfolding there in Michigan. People have gone to shelters. They've been encouraged to take precautions for, for coronavirus, you know, try to social distance in the shelters, wear your masks if you can. The governor has encouraged people to go stay with friends and family if possible. So, you know, it's 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 an example that we're we've talked a lot about this situation of sheltering and evacuating in coronavirus. And this is an example of where we're seeing it. We're seeing it play out live this morning. Yeah. And Linda, the forecast there, we've been in this wet pattern. And uh, so can you tell us a little bit about that and what they can expect coming up? Right. So there is at least good news right now. The rain has moved out of the area. So there's not additional rain adding to the worries there. um, And they should have dry conditions over the next couple of days, which is great news there. But the overall pattern this week, we've seen that upper level low has just slowly trekked across the parts of the east and it lingered for days. So we saw rain from Sunday to Tuesday piling up in the Great Lakes region in the Midwest with three to five inches of rain in particular in the areas where the dams failed. So that that was not needed since it was already a very wet start to May, the beginning part of May to the middle part of May. We've seen an excess of rainfall and many locations have even seen one of their top 10 wettest starts to May on record already. And that even includes not just Michigan, but includes areas like Chicago into Cleveland as well. So the first 18, 19 days of May have been a story of rain for much of this region. So, uh, you know, conditions were already on the, the soggy side. So you add, you know, three to five inches of rain and that was not uh, needed or for the early part of this week. Now, Lake Huron crested just shy of 16 feet on Tuesday. Now we know that uh, they're getting a little bit of a lull before rain starts to pick up again. And we're going to start to see even though today is a major flooding day for Midland, the tributaries is going to start to go into the Saginaw and eventually Lake Huron. So there is a better picture coming up, right? Right. So I mean, all that water has to slowly move downstream and and into a larger body of water. So as that does so, we will see uh, river flooding continue along those rivers, you know, for the next uh, couple of days. But with, you know, at least a break in the rainfall through through the end of part of this week, That will definitely help the situation some, but we will see, unfortunately, rain move back in to the forecast as we head for the holiday weekend. Yeah. And and Jan, I, you know, the governor has been acting really fast with this, but there has been some confusion. Now, yesterday, people were told to evacuate and then told they could go back in only 
to have to evacuate again. So can you just imagine, I mean, let's all put ourselves in that position. Right. Here we are all dealing with the yeah. social distancing and where do we go and where do we don't go and our masks and our kids and all our belongings and then you're you get the all clear to go back and then you're told nope sorry turn around you have to come back out because guess what flooding's imminent again so for the people jan who have been having to deal with this really now for over 24 hours have you heard anything uh, about what the the plans are with the governor or what measures that they're taking? Just that the evacuations are still underway. And I believe they've just recently added some evacuation areas as well. So, you know, it's a quickly unfolding situation. And, you know, it's like you said, you can only imagine you sort of, when you're evacuating in that scenario, you know, you're going to grab what you can grab and get out as fast as you can. So here you are, you've grabbed everything you can grab. You've gotten in your car, you've gone to a shelter, you've gone to a friend's house, you've gone to wherever you can go. And then you go back home and then you have to do it all over again. So I, I can't imagine how stressful that's, that must be for people right now. And then you don't know what's going to happen. You know, you leave your house and you don't know what if it's going to be there when you come back or if it's going to be full of water. That's heartbreaking. So 10,000 people evacuated. And this is that's 10,000 people evacuated. And this is just a part of central Michigan. This isn't even... You know, I mean, it just goes to show you that many people, right, how concentrated we all are. So as we start to get into flood season, which we're here and we're seeing these slow moving systems, it's not just central Michigan that is dealing with the the potential for flooding through the week. And we're also going to see the threat of that even further to the east in parts of the Carolinas. Yes. So that slow moving low remains over the U.S. It hasn't gone anywhere other than it has slowly slid a bit, little bit farther south. And so the concern for today is parts of the Western Carolinas. The National Weather Service has issued a high risk for excessive rainfall for parts of that area for today. And when you see a high risk for flooding, that always makes me a little bit nervous because those days tend to be where we do have more of those uh, high impact flooding events uh, with flash flooding, where you see water rescues, potential deaths, property losses, th those sorts of things. So whenever we see a high risk in particular, I know we take that very seriously. Um, and there's even a larger area that's under a moderate risk, which is the next category lower. So that, I mean, that is something to, we're going to have to watch carefully today as this region has also seen several days of rainfall with many locations already picking up three, five, even more inches of rain already with an additional five plus inches of rain possible as we head into early tomorrow. So that will definitely increase the risk for flash flooding, as well as, you know, with the, the soil being moist. And even though we did have a dry period right before this, we had a pretty wet winter overall. So that adds into the equation. And so there is a concern for like mudslides, landslides, particularly um, east of the Blue Ridge mountains in those areas. And in addition, with uh, there's some, some gusty winds in the area too that could easily topple over some trees as well. So we have a couple of different threats we need to be concerned about through today into tomorrow in the Western Carolinas. We're talking you know, areas near east of Asheville, near Greenville. We've seen flash flooding in the Greenville, South Carolina area already today. So that concern will continue as we'll continue to, to find rounds of rainfall over the next 24 hours. And then there'll even be additional shower activity as we head into Friday before we begin to see maybe a slightly drier period, but 
the chance of scattered showers and thunderstorms looks to be in the forecast for the holiday weekend there as well. So definitely not just Michigan that we're concerned about with flooding or even parts of the Midwest that threat has shifted a little bit farther south and east as that low continues to be over the east. And we'll finally uh, see that kick off off the east coast as we head towards the holiday weekend, thankfully. Yeah, flooding season is here. We saw big time floods last week down through parts of the Southern Plains, namely Texas. We're Mm -hmm. seeing it now through parts of Michigan and likely going to see some more flooding play out this weekend through parts of, you know, the Appalachians and the southeast. And just remember, you don't have to have a name attached to a storm or for it to be a big storm for it to cause flooding and uh, catastrophic flooding, because all that means is it affected you. So then it's catastrophic, right? If you lost your house. So it doesn't have to be this large scale thing for it to be catastrophic to you. We've seen it with just, you know, regular thunderstorms. They don't have to even be severe thunderstorms that, you know, just have a lot of moisture with them and then they move slowly or they continue to track over the same area, which we call training, that can easily quickly lead to flash flooding in areas that, you know, people might not even expect. So even though you might not necessarily be under a risk for severe thunderstorms, even you need to pay attention when we're talking the risk of flash flooding, uh, particularly if you are going to be traveling in your car, because that's where most of the flooding deaths do occur. Right. And, you know, so often people underestimate the danger of flooding. And, you know, mm-hmm. it's it's the biggest threat from severe weather, right? And it's really important, like you said, to pay attention to your forecasts and your warnings and, and take it very seriously. Yeah. And it's not a fast fix. I mean, you have to live with it for a while because uh, there's a lot of, it's not like a, you flood today and if your house suffered damage, it's over tomorrow. You have to live with that. Mm-hmm. And it's a long drawn out process. And I can only imagine in these times that we're in right now, it would even be it's exacerbated by all the challenges that we're right. all facing. So yeah, just, um, just another stress no one needs or wants at this yeah. point. Exactly. So we hope it does all get better. And, you know, these, uh, this is not something that we continue to see throughout the rest of spring or even into summer. But for Central Michigan, you do get a break today. You still have to stay vigilant, though, because the flooding will continue. So the rain's not coming down, but the flooding is still happening. And then you will see some more rain. So in summary, if anybody is watching us from Central Michigan, stay safe. Thank you for uh, listening to us. And uh, we really hope you have a, a quiet couple of days ahead of you. And then to the east, be vigilant because uh, this system is going to really start to fill those creeks and streams and flooding could be coming your way too. So thanks everybody for joining us. Stay safe. And uh, we're going to be doing another podcast, I think tomorrow and talking about Memorial Weekend. So that's uh, something exciting. Yeah. And our plans. I want to hear your plans. Everybody's plans. <laughs> All right. So, so we'll have good. to make some plans. <laughs> Staying in our homes, right? Staying in our homes. <laughs> All, right, All right. Bye, thanks, guys. guys.